Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Long Catch Media presents Mockery Manor Season 3 Episode 11 The Mockery Murders Part 2 13 copies Unlucky for Sam Well for me anyway. Fennec? You wrote this hatchet job? That's not all he did. What are you accusing me of, exactly? Did you take the concert security job just to get dirt on the mockeries, Detective Fennec? Why would I do that, George? I'm not planning a sequel. And JJ, do you really think I'm guilty of anything other than writing a bad book? I assume my ex-wife gave you that copy. Yeah. Betty sent me to talk to her this morning. Did she now? And why is that? To confirm a few things I already suspected. How nice. Exes are such a reliable source of unbiased information. She was at the Clayton concert with her husband that night. Did you know that? No, but I'm not surprised. They're big fans. Someone cut their brakes in the car park. They almost went into a tree on the way home. Really? Oh dear. Does she think I had something to do with it? No. She doesn't seem to think you're like that. Hmm. I imagine it was just wear and tear. I said to Jen, she needs to properly maintain that car, but does she listen? She seemed nice, Jen. She feels guilty about leaving you. But when you sunk all your savings into that book, she just couldn't take it anymore. Not just a cheat, but a martyr too. She said you spiralled into darkness after you quit the force. Oh, the die-hard detective forced out of his job by police corruption. She told me you wouldn't accept a bribe and that you had to quit. That you wouldn't be compromised. So now you're accusing me of integrity? Guilty as charged. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. You're quiet, Bessie. Lost control of this little game you're playing, have you? Did you know your sister was going to take over like this? Look, if, if JJ wants to say her piece, then... Then you'll step aside, allow her to steal your thunder. It's not about that. It's about justice. Sure. Are we finished here or...? Fennec killed Clayton. I'm pretty sure that's what Betty was going to say. That's what it's all pointing towards. So, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Fennec killed Clay. That was not on my bingo card. Me neither. Seems unlikely, honey, have to say. Well, it's true. Isn't it, Betty? JJ, I... Girls, I really think you might be barking up the wrong tree here. Thank you, George. My dear girl, do you really think Fennec would insist Clayton was murdered if he was the one who'd done it? I was just about to say that, George. Detective Fennec has relentlessly pursued justice since this nightmare began. It's who I am. Do you remember what you said to me mere hours after Clay's fall from the mine train? 
You said this wasn't an accident, George. This was murder. This fine man volunteered his time and resources to bring light unto darkness. And this is how we repay him? Thank you, mate. Nice to know someone appreciates me. Of course he said it was murder. He didn't want it ruled an accident because he's framing me. So you really believe that this guy killed my husband just to put you in prison? <laughs> Honey, that sounds super narcissistic. It does, doesn't it? But it's but it's true. <laughs> no offence, love, but I barely know you. Would I murder a country and western superstar just to frame someone I'd exchange less than 40 words with. Now that's a good point. Yes! Yes, you would! I think. This is stupid. It's beneath all of us. I'm going. Kirstine, sit down. You're right. This isn't about JJ. It's about all of us who are there. In that room with Fennec. Seven years ago. Doesn't make sense, does it? Any ideas? Nope. No, I don't know. I don't know her. If only they'd explain. You, me, Parker, Margot, Jenkins. Is that everything? I suppose it is, Lady Mockery. I suppose it is. Fennec thinks we ruined his life. No, Armstrong. I think you ruin lives. My goodness. May I ask why you would say such a thing? How familiar are you with what happened here in 89, George? Vaguely? It was my very last case before I quit. I interviewed everyone involved and it was immediately obvious that something wasn't adding up. That a story had been agreed upon. <laughs> you should have seen them. Chintzy room in the manor house. Everyone sipping tea and lying to my face. All of them. Hiding something. So that is why you took the concert job. Because we lied to you in 89. Fuck, shut up! Uh, I mean, you think we lied to you, but we didn't, obviously. You're not even very good at it. I suppose you don't have to be good at lying, do you? Not with the kind of protection you lot enjoy. Protection? What do you mean, protection? I wasn't just going to accept your ludicrous story, of course. Oh, I couldn't wait to start digging. To see how it all connected. You see, over the years, I'd heard whispers about mockery. Money laundering smuggling, and I could not for the life of me understand why no one had ever opened a proper investigation. Of course, I soon found out why. Jenkins got to you. It was Jenkins who tried to bribe you. It was indeed your Mr Jenkins. And goodness me, he did not waste any time. How very interesting. Perhaps you would like to come to the station, Mr Jenkins, so we can talk further. Anything I can do to help? What about the rest of us? Oh, stay here, have a cup of tea, have a biscuit, but uh, hold off on the interrailing for a while, eh? All right. This way, sir. I know the way out, thank you. I live here. Goodness, what a beautiful day it is, despite all this unpleasantness. The park will reopen soon enough. Once more, the roar of the roller coaster, the laughter of children, and new beginnings. I wouldn't be too excited to start the next chapter, Mr. Jenkins. 
Dear me, no room for whimsy around the great detective, I see. I expect nothing less from you, Fennec. I've heard all about you and your funny little ways. Should we take the Bentley? What funny little ways? Of course, the most startling aspect is how spotless you are, even after how many years on the force? Very unusual. Is it? I think you know it is. I think you know just how flexible your colleagues can be. How is Reggie? Who the bloody hell is Reggie? Reggie! Reginald Stubbings, your boss! We shoot together sometimes. His wife makes an astonishing rabbit blancmange. Have you ever tried it? No, I have not. What exactly is this, Mr. Jenkins? <laughs> it's the very first time you're going to look the other way. What? So, hear me out. Because you have no choice in the matter, I'm afraid. And Reggie will back me up on this. And his boss too, if need be. And of course, if you don't accept the rather generous recompense for services rendered, if you try to cause problems for me and mine, well, there will be consequences. Now then, let's talk terms. I had to quit. It was either that or become a patsy, a slave to forces I could not control. <laughs> no, thank you. And even though I quit, Someone from Mockery still paid me a visit. They came in the night. Left a fat wadge of cash in the pocket of my trench coat, which, at the time, was hanging on a chair in the bedroom, inches from where me and my wife lay asleep. Message received, loud and clear. Oh, bloody Jenkins. Every time I find out something new, it's... It's even worse than I thought. And then you devoted yourself to writing a book that nobody read. Your marriage fell apart. Scotland Yard thought you were a crank. You were broke, living in your car. All right, that's enough. This sounds like private, painful information that none of us have a right to hear. Not that I'm not transfixed, of course, but it's not right. And I would like to point out that Detective Fennec loves Clayton. He's been in the fan club for years. He's run the Clayton chat room since 1994. Clayton's his idol. Is he, though? Would a true fan only have Clayton's greatest hits in their car? Yeah, got some tapes in the glove compartment. Clayton's greatest hits. A tape which, I might add, looked thoroughly unplayed. <laughs> oh, such compelling evidence. Jen was the real fan, wasn't she? You were only doing it for her. Sure, whatever you say, darling. And did she appreciate it? There you were, out all hours, working your ass off for peanuts, the only clean copper in the force, and back home, Jen and the line dancing instructor were going at it to the tune of Cactus Lovers. I bet he kept his cowboy boots on too. Betty, oh, this is outrageous. And when you heard about Claytonville and the big opening concert, I bet you thought, here's an opportunity for me to destroy the two things in the world I hate the most, Mockery and Clayton Woodrow. And my sister was the way in. You're good at spotting a mark, aren't you, Fennec? A mark? What are you saying about me? That I'm weak? Not weak per se. Just the weak link in the I chain. I am not a weak link. After everything I've been through, I'm still here. I know, JJ, I know, <laughs> but... Dig that hole deeper, Armstrong. JJ ain't weak, Betty. She's just a different kind of strong to you. I know, I know she is. I just said it wrong. What I'm trying to say is that JJ feels things ten times harder than most of us, including me. She's... She's a poet, and I'm a, a loud and sensitive ass who says the wrong things a lot, and I'm sorry about that. But my point remains. Fennec believed JJ would break under questioning, that she'd spill the beans about mockery, and the great detective would finally be vindicated. 
He'd sell his book to a publisher. His wife would fall in love with him again. But none of that is going to happen, is it, Fennec? Because you messed up. You told me you were motivated by revenge, and I believed you. And now you're going down. <laughs> is this the part where my emotions get the better of me? Shaking with rage, I declare, yes, it was me, and I'd do it again. Real life, real detective work, doesn't work like that. But you wouldn't know that. Everything you learned is off the telly. For the benefit of the witnesses in the room and the camera poking out from betwixt the curtains... Camera? Are we being filmed? I did not kill Clayton Woodrow. And you, Armstrong, have no proof that I did. Oh, don't I. Bernard, kill the lights. Ah, righto. Oh, my sweet oh, goodness, what the hell is happening? Oh, God, turn the lights back on, turn the lights back what on! What on earth are you playing at, you mad cow? The UV, Bernard. UV lights going on. Behold, Detective Fennec. What the hell? Oh. My trench coat. Good Lord. Fennec, you are glowing. What is that? It's like something out of Ghostbusters. It's like ectoplasm. What is this? Quinine. From the bucket of water that drenched your trench coat yesterday evening when you were breaking into JJ's room to plant evidence. You're going to have to explain that one, Betty. Certainly. Bernard, lights up. During Regenta's seance experience yesterday, I noticed the use of UV light and luminescent paint and remembered a fun fact from science class. That the quinine in tonic water glows under UV light. So I had an idea. You think someone's been in my room? I do. And I don't want you going back there. You'll sleep in my room tonight. Okay. Oh, you said that in front of Fennec. You were telling him the coast would be clear. I wasn't sure that Fennec would take the bait. But I thought it was worth a try. I snuck into JJ's room and balanced a bucket of water, tonic water, on JJ's doorframe. Oh, God, this better work. Whoever was next to enter would be soaked. Classic prank. You can't deny it, Fennec. All right, Macaulay Culkin, what is this, Home Alone? You did say I learned everything I knew from TV. Did you put something in my room, Fennec? What did you put in my room? If you think a glowing trench coat is adequate proof, and why would I even need to plant evidence? It's enough already to convict her. Are you sure about that? Yesterday, your frustration was clear as day. To anyone watching closely, that is. JJ had been released by the police, and the case had been further clouded by Bobby's poisoning. After everything you'd done... You still couldn't be sure that JJ would go down for Clay's murder. Just put something in my room, Betty. Did you miss that part? It's all right, JJ. I left Abilene at the manor to explain a few things to the police. I believe they received an anonymous tip-off this morning that empty adrenaline vials and a letter to Clay could be found in your room. How do you know this? Because I found and removed them this morning. <sighs> Tampering with evidence. Oh, dear. And do you really think they'll listen to Abilene? It was all supposed to be so simple, wasn't it, Fennec? You knew that when the lights came on, JJ would spot the body and run towards it. You relied on her goodness, didn't you? On her bravery in moments of high stress. Rick, the security guard, would find her crouched over the victim. Later, the police would discover that JJ had been sending crazy letters to Clay for months. Meanwhile, you'd have a cast-iron alibi courtesy of Abilene. But it didn't work out like that. How frustrating for you. JJ ran off before Clay was attacked. Rick, the security guard, barely glimpsed her as she left and then failed to tell the police what he'd seen. 
Clay staggered up the mine train mountain and died miles away from the murder weapon. The police didn't even find the syringe. You had to guide me towards it. And then I stepped on it. Oh, fingerprints are raised. And finally, the same corrupt coppers who helped ruin your life were pushing the narrative that the whole thing was an accident. Oh dear. So you had to improvise. You set up the cottage and influenced someone in Walter's tour group to explore it. I heard the keys under the doormat. Really? I also heard something weird happens in one of the rooms upstairs. Ritual slaughter of woodland animals. Oh. And then you planted further evidence in JJ's room. Empty adrenaline vials, which might even have been covered in JJ's prints, seeing as she and Parker teach staff members how to administer them. Wait, if my prints are on them, would we both get done for it? Maybe. JJ and Parker in cahoots. Oh no, don't like that. Have I covered everything? Oh wait, no, not quite. The letters to Clay from JJ. How did you know what her handwriting looked like, Fennec? You copied it straight from JJ's diary, which was taken into evidence seven years ago by you! Or maybe she reverts to childish scrawls when seized with emotion, such as when she's penning twisted letters to the object of her desire. And finally, the timing. The final puzzle piece, supplied by Abilene herself. I couldn't help but notice that the clock in the shotgun wedding chapel is 20 minutes late, which made me think. How quickly could you have got Abilene back to her hotel room? Let's see. Five minute jog to the chapel. Faster, Abilene! Clay is waiting! I'm coming! Uh, Five minutes in the chapel. No taxis? No worries, I'll take you. Come on! Six or seven minute jog to the car. 80 miles an hour to the hotel. Oh, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. Right, hotel, get out! No, 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 no. Okay, okay. 90 miles an hour back. Back at the Claytonville car park by 9pm. Takes the crackle suit, the syringe and leather gloves out of his car boot. 10 minute casual stroll to the mine train staff entrance. Waits for the lights to go out. <laughs> Climb the stairs. Escort Clay off the stage. Hello, Mr. Woodrow. Oh, God damn it. John Fenwick, head of security, not a giant cat. <laughs> Excuse the costume. Long story. <laughs> uh, what the hell's going on? What happened to the power? I've got a flashlight, if you'll just uh, follow me. All right, all right. Man, that was scary as hell. I thought I was about to lose my... <laughs> Inject him with adrenaline. Push him onto the tracks. And leave without being seen. By the time the lights were programmed to turn back on again, you were jogging back to your car where you dumped the suit. You turned your park walkie-talkie back on at 9.45pm. Just got back from dropping Abilene Doherty at our hotel. Sorry that took so long. Any news, fellas? Fennec Clayton's dead. Oh, no. He fell off the ride. The police have been called. Fell? What? What do you mean he fell? We need you back here, Fennec. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming, I'm coming. You jog back into the park and arrive at the scene at 9.55pm just before the police and ambulance men. How did this happen? What's he doing outside the ride? He was supposed to... How did he fall? This... This can't be true. Detective Fennec, tell me this isn't true. It's not true. You're still denying it. Of course I am. You don't have any proof. 
And have you met the coppers assigned to this case? Are they likely to pay attention to your convoluted explanation? Or the simple one, that JJ Armstrong became dangerously fixated on an international superstar? We already know she has a penchant for older men. Both Graham and Clay had excellent singing voices. Maybe Clay reminded JJ of her murdered lover and it warped her tiny mind. Shut up, shut up! And of course, JJ Armstrong knows the park like the back of her hand. As do you, the head of security! And we have a witness putting JJ Armstrong in the mine train when the lights went out. Means, motive, opportunity, evidence. As opposed to what? A glowing trench coat? You've got nothing. Nothing! You know what? I'm going to go to the manor house right now to tell the police you removed incriminating evidence from your sister's room and that you admitted to it in front of all these people. <laughs> oh, well done, Armstrong. You utter muppet. Um, so, did we get him? Betty, he wasn't right, was he? There's enough evidence to prove he did it and, and not JJ. Isn't there? I... I don't think there is. That is very bad. Oh, shit. I can't believe it. <laughs> he really did it. I can't believe it. That son of a JJ's bitch. JJ's in trouble. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? You didn't even think he did it. Well, I do now. Betty, tell me that was part of the plan. Him figuring it out and, and walking off, that was part of the plan, yeah? But there's there's more to it, though, yeah? Is he going to get no, away? No, no, no. Please, no. we got to protect ourselves. JJ? We've got to... Take control. JJ, are you alright? Speak to me. JJ! I'm so sorry. I think I might have screwed up. I thought he'd confess once I showed him I knew everything. It's alright, Betty. I've got this. What? What do you mean? I know what to do. JJ? JJ, what's that? Oh my god! Oh shit! Holy shit, she's got a gun! That's Jenkins' gun. JJ, what are you doing with Jenkins' gun? No, what are you doing? Is she going to you she's JJ, what the hell? JJ, come back! No, 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 JJ, JJ no. JJ, please. No, don't do this. JJ. Oh, shit. It's JJ, manager. Oh, hello, Miss Armstrong. Is everything all right? The train. It can't leave. Oh, is there a problem? Open the doors, let the guests out. Really? Except for that man in the front carriage. The one in the trench coat. He has to stay. Uh, okay. Um, who is he? Just do it, Terry. Uh, yes, Miss Armstrong. Oh, me megaphone. Okay, everyone. Train is cancelled, folks. The driver will let you out. Um, I'm very sorry about this box. I'm afraid you're going to have to leave the train. Go, go, guys. Off you go. Thank you very much. Everyone out. Thank you very much. This way, please. Thank you. Get off the train. Where's the driver? 
Why we moving? Okay, Terry, this is what's going to happen. You're going to put the rope up and leave the station. Don't come back for a while. Okay? Uh, okay, okay. Go on. Step outside the train carriage, Fennec. What's this? Is that a pistol, JJ? Well, I never. And what are you planning to do with it? What do you think? Sure it works. Looks old. Jenkins kept it well oiled. Come on. <laughs> Move away from the train. Worried you'll miss. JJ! Oh, God, what is she doing? JJ, oh. put the gun down! Get out of here, you two! You're not going to shoot me. Broad daylight, middle of a theme park. I'm taking control. JJ, you don't want to do this. I never wanted any of it. But I was never the one who got to choose. Always someone else. Matty, Hilda, Jenkins. Now, Fennec. JJ, don't! I choose this time. And if I'm going to prison for murder, it's better if I'm guilty! Oh, oh, bloody hell! You almost shot me! She missed! Oh, thank God she missed! Drop the gun, JJ! I'm coming closer! No! Back off, Betty! Give me the gun! No! Give it to me! Give it to me! Let's go, JJ! Give off! Betty! Stop interfering! Guys, stop it! There's going to be an accident! It'll go off! Drop the gun! I'm not going to let you ruin your life! It's already ruined! Only if you give up! We don't let each other give up! Started the train! Oh, thank God! I can't let him get away! JJ, stop! No, no. What are you doing? Mate, come back! Parker, she's on the train with Finnick! What do we do? We can catch it! Come on! Oh, this is not how today was supposed to go! Hurry, it's speeding up! It's speeding up! Come on! I'm in! I'm not! Grab my hand, Betty! I'll pull you in! They'll be at the front of the train. Come on. Keep a little piece of Claytonville in your hearts and visit the gift shop for a souvenir to take back to the homestead. There she is. JJ! JJ! Where's Fennec? He's in the driver's cab. He's locked the door. Oh, what a shame. Looks like there's nothing we can do. Come out! Come out! You can't hide from me, Fennec! Why don't we all sit down, catch our breath, and... Parker, why don't you suggest something? Yeah, let's, let's just go and have a, a nice cup of tea. Yeah? It cures everything, doesn't it? I'm going to shoot the lock off. No! The bullet! It'll ricochet! Don't! Oh, my God! JJ, are you crazy? This bloody sister! Oh, my God! Parker, are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Did it hit you? Um, no, no, I'm OK. Open! JJ! You bastard! JJ, leave it! Sit. Open! Oh, God! Fennec? Step away from the controls. Slowly. JJ, this isn't going to end well. Think about what you're doing. It won't solve anything. You're better than this, mate. Am I? I, I, I don't think you've properly thought this through, JJ. If you shoot me, everyone will find out I'd rumbled you. It'll blow your operation wide open. Operation? There is no operation. We're not a crime family. She's right, Fennec. You've got it all wrong. What were you all doing in Germany in 92 then? Yeah, I know all about that. You were taking down a rival gang. That's not how it was. That was Jenkins, not us. There's no point reasoning with them, Betty. They'll keep coming for us, no matter what we say. Whoa, whoa, easy now. JJ, please, love, don't do this. Don't let Fennec make you the bad guy, JJ. He's the bad guy. Me? 
Me? I'm trying to solve murders. I'm fighting organised crime. I've put myself through hell doing the right thing. Oh, come on. You can't be serious. You murdered Clayton Woodrow. Collateral damage for the greater good. You're just like the others. So casual about who they hurt. There was nothing casual about it. Months of planning, of hard graft. To kill an innocent man! He wasn't innocent. He cheated on two of his wives, and he had the gall to sing about it, like he was the one who got hurt. Clay wasn't perfect, but who is? Must be why my ex loved him so much. Listen to all that hokey dog shit soothe their own conscience. And what about all those kids he wouldn't pay child support for? And him, a millionaire! But that was Bobby's doing. Clay was a victim. Him. Yes, but I didn't know that, did I? Do I detect a touch of remorse? Is that guilt? No, he was rich, he was old. You're old too? Does that make you dispensable? Unworthy of basic kindness? Look at you. You're scared. You don't want to die. Just like Clay didn't. I'm not scared. If she was going to shoot me, she'd have done it by now. Never shot anyone at point blank range before, JJ. You don't know what I've done. What I've been through? I've had a fight for my life. I stabbed Matty. Self-defence. Not really the same, is it? It's not easy, you know, shooting someone. Especially now you've had time to consider what it really means to pull the trigger. Is that how it was with Clay? Is that how you felt when you stabbed him with that syringe? Was it hard? Hard? You think that was the hard part? Not the planning. The letters, that bloody squirrel, living in my bloody car while Jen swanned around with her new bow, watching Mockery expand and thrive with blood on its hands. Stabbing Clay with a little syringe was a piece of cake. And let me tell you, it gets easier each time. And Clay wasn't my first, so you better shoot me now, or watch your backs for the rest of your lives! There. That should do it. Hey. Mm, might double check though, just in case. What? What's that? Oh, you mean this? It's a dictaphone. I'm a private investigator. Casual about it. Months of planning. Of hard craft. You got him on tape. Betty, you beauty. No, no, that, that's not... Oh, you oh, little... Does this mean that I don't... Oh my God. JJ, keep the gun pointed at Mr. Fennec, would you? Oh, okay. Um, Just in case he gets some foolish notion in his head about snatching my dictaphone. Just... It's... It won't work. I'll tell them. I'll, I'll tell them you forced me to say it. You took me hostage and forced me at gunpoint. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't think of that, did you? Oh, God, Betty, has he got a point? Don't worry, Parker. What are those idiot coppers more likely to believe? Some convoluted story or a simple confession? Stabbing Clay with a little syringe was a piece of cake. No. Actually, Betty, I think it's best if you hold the gun. I think... I think I need a little lie down. You think this is over? Not by a long shot, sunshine. Uh, uh, you think I can't talk my way out of this? I'll take you down. I'll take the whole stinking lot of you down. Do you hear me? We are now approaching Mockery Manor, Fancy Land Station. And we hope you enjoyed your day in Claytonville. See you real soon. Yee-haw!
thank you all for coming to this summer's final performance of Cowboys on Ice. And thank you to our chaps in chaps for their sterling work. They will return for our Halloween special, Vampire Cowboys on Ice. Brilliant, well done guys. Oh, I don't know, it's just not the same since they put pants on the cowboys. Mummy, can I go on the ice? Go on. Yes! But be careful. Betty, I don't think we should let him just play on the ice. There's health and safety to think about. Oh, Parker, I almost forgot. I set up a meeting with Jacob this afternoon. About building a permanent Kiowa exhibit. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Kiowa exhibit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> be careful, Freddy! Oh, he's so reckless. I don't know where he gets that from. And I was thinking maybe he could advise us on improving the bird show. You know, make it less culturally insensitive. What are you grinning at? You! Look at you! Improving the park, planning for the future. That's my JJ. <laughs> yeah, don't be too pleased. I'm still a traumatised Fruit Loop. Yeah, aren't we all, mate? Aren't we all? Oh, God, what's he doing now? Freddy, stay on the side! Oh, they're all having a go now. He's got the other bloody kids up on the ice. Jesus. Oh, well, at least he'll tire himself out. Are you two still okay to babysit while I'm on air tonight? I can't bring him into the studio again. He's so sticky. Yeah, sure, no problem. How's it going with Paul, anyway? How's your sneaky little plan coming along? Unsolved Crime Time is their best performing show. Since I became co-host, that is. Oh, I don't know how you can bear to be around him. He's such a bellend. Oh, Betty, can't you set up your own radio show? If he realises you're angling to take his job... Oh. Well, keep your enemies close, that's what I say. Come in, JJ! Who's that? Come in, JJ, Parker! Anyone, even Betty. Davina? Is that Davina? Where is everyone that's known at the manor? Davina? Is that you? But they're not due back for a couple of weeks. I know we're not supposed to be back yet. We changed our plans. Is everything all right? Oh, God. Has something happened? It certainly has. <laughs> oh, you'd never believe it. Margot struck a deal with a cruise line. She's bought a boat. A sodding massive boat. Get this. She wants to turn it into a theme park on water. A mockery cruise ship. Can you imagine? And that's not all. Margot wants you lot to run it. Oh. Hello? You still there? Oh, bloody hell! hell. You have been listening to Mockery Manor, written by Lindsay Sharman and directed by Lindsay Sharman and Lawrence Owen. Music, sound design and editing by Lawrence Owen. Hayley Evanett was JJ and Ben. The locking system's been compromised. Evacuate the building. I repeat, evacuate the building. It's a riot. Save yourselves. We have to get out of here. Oh, it's all right, darling. We can do this. Someone set a fire in Starling Wing. I repeat, fire in Star... Um, just a little further. Oh, God, you're heavy. Oh, try and stay awake, sweetheart. Come on. Oh, look, fire escape. Almost there. No, 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 no. Don't you dare fall asleep on me. Wake up. Wake up! Or I'll leave you here, do you hear me? I'll leave you. Oh, sweetie. Oh, sweetie, please, wake up. This is your one chance for freedom. There won't be another. So come on, Matty. I said wake up. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. Oh. Oh. All right, all right, I'm awake, I'm awake. Oh. Come on, love. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets.